do trail ratings really accomplish anything? Now, they're meant to give first-time riders some intel on trail characteristics and level of difficulty, but do they actually do that, or are trails being built today so varied and complex that ratings really end up just being inconsistent, confusing, and misleading? Let's take a look at the situation here in the Great PNW. Hi, I'm Paul Andrews, and this is another episode of PNWMTB, celebrating mountain biking in the Pacific Northwest and beyond. Now, what do we mean by trail ratings? Uh, those are the colored symbols you see on signs at the designated trailheads, and they go green circle, blue square, and black diamond in progressive levels of difficulty. In shorthand, green is easy, blue is intermediate, and black is advanced. Uh, I'm not a skier, but my impression is that the trail rating system is based loosely on the downhill ski model, which I don't quite get because skis are on snow, which doesn't throw roots and rocks and mud at you. But again, I'm not a skier. Uh, trail ratings are assigned typically by trail designers and builders working with land managers. It sounds logical, but you know the builders are they tend to be advanced riders who never saw a green or blue trail that they really liked. They're in it for the big stuff. They really, really want to build in as much difficulty to a trail as they can get away with, which often these days is quite a bit. So much so that just about any trail above easy green has the potential to become black pretty fast. And that's where we get into difficulty with ratings in my mind. And now, nobody's going to argue much with green. I mean, just about anybody on a mountain bike today can handle green trail. They're meant for beginners or casual riders and they generally fill the bill. Uh, and on the opposite end you don't find a whole lot of argument over black diamond categorization. You know black is a heads up that you're going to encounter some trail features that will challenge you and maybe in over your head. Rider beware. Um, that's why you'll see double black or even triple black ratings although in practice these gradations will get lost on all but the best riders. Still black tends to say that you may want like a full-faced helmet or body armor, maybe knee and elbow pads, uh, torso and back protection, you know, whatever you're willing to go with. Black also says you might want a long travel bike with slack angles and pretty burly knobs on your tires. Where we get into trouble, in my mind anyway, is with blue. Um, at its basic definition, it's aimed at intermediate and fairly experienced riders, but they're out more for recreation than skills honing. Blue riders just want to enjoy the trail and being out in the woods. They're not looking for tons of speed or big drops or rock rolls or janky roots. You know, and they're not going to be on a YouTube video. Uh, they're not going to set any records for KOMs. They just want to ride their mountain bikes. Unfortunately, trail builders aren't content with mere recreation. Um, they see blue as a stepping stone to black. So they tend to build in features here and there that would be more appropriate on a black trail. And, you know, you can take them slowly or you can walk. Um, there's merit in that, I guess. Everyone's looking for challenges in life. But it does kind of undermine the whole concept behind blue, which is, you know, I'm not really here as a test. For example, I was on Tiger Mountain last summer and ran into an unhappy dad with two boys who had just come from Raging River. They'd wanted to ride a new blue trail called Canyon Creek, or CCDH for short. 
you know, it was rated blue and they figured it'd be fun. Um, the dad explained, though, that they had to give up after the first section. They had to ride the road back down, which is never very much fun. Why? Because the blue rating had made them think they could handle it when they couldn't. Now, since then, CCDH has been upgraded to spicy blue, spicy meaning a tick above regular blue, but really spicy? You know, why not just make the trail a basic black? Most of the riders in my circle felt and still feel that CCDH is a black trail. Word did get back to the builders, but understandably they aren't ready to reclassify a trail once they've made the call. And, you know, controversy exists still to today, I don't know with how to classify this trail. Um, and I'm wondering if uh, we're going to have the same issue with a new Tiger Mountain Trail. It hasn't been officially named, but it looks like it'll be called Extraterrestrial. It connects Preston Railroad Trail with the East Side Dirt Road 7000 down below. Uh, the ultimate goal here is connecting with the town of Preston. But, you know, this trail is targeted at blue or maybe spicy blue, um, although it's a different spicy than CCDH, whereas CCDH is twisty and technical with lots of roots and drops, and big rock roll and chunkiness. The uh, Tiger Preston Connector, uh, the extraterrestrial trail, it, it's fast and flowy, almost a jump trail with booters and doubles at high speed, and there's a little rock roll at the bottom. Um, the surface is fairly smooth, though, and uniform, um, so you could ride it slow if you wanted and take it easy, but, you know, it's really made to rip. At, at speed, it would be advisable, I would think, to have a full-face helmet, maybe in pads. At least think about it. Uh, should it be a black? Well, that's a tough call, but there ought to be a more nuanced way of rating it than just blue or spicy blue. Maybe it should be a double blue. Maybe it should be both blue and black. There's a couple of other caveats that make ratings a bit dubious. First, they vary quite a bit by region. You know, black trail just about anywhere else is merely a blue and maybe even a green in British Columbia. And anyone riding a black trail on Squamish or Whistler based on the black trails where they're coming from is in for some big surprises. Uh, even easy green trails in BC have features like skinnies and bridges and drops and rock rolls. Here in the great PNW, we're catching up to BC with our new trails, but most of our blacks still wouldn't make the same grade in BC. And, you know, I found in California and Oregon and other places I've ridden, trail ratings just don't give enough info to really provide guidance on whether and how to ride. And they just vary so much by where you are. Finally, the ultimate thing that makes ratings a bit pointless in my mind is you only really need them once, and that's the first time you ride the trail. After that, you know the trail and have already mentally classified it in your own unique personal rating system. What might make more sense, particularly with all the new trails coming online, is to offer descriptions rather than trying to reduce things to colors and geometric shapes. Maybe just forget the ratings and describe a trail with a few bullet points. Uh, you know, what it's like here and there, what kind of bike and equipment is advisable. Uh, you can go on Trail Forks and get this kind of information granted, and you can ask around on Facebook and other social media. But not everybody uses these apps, and not everybody has info to work off of when they first get on a trail. 
Uh, I'm not saying first-time riders on a trail don't need guidance, uh, particularly when you're out exploring and you just stumble across something new. I just feel like we need something more nuanced and descriptive. Uh, but that's just my two cents. What do you think? I'd love to get your feedback and comments or email, or hey, just shout it out to me the next time I see you out on the trail. <laughs>